It is the Matt McNeil Show, 952-946-6205, 952-946-6205. We're working on getting Jeff Stein up in here and ready. We, we good there? Do you have me on there as well? Beautiful. Beautiful. Hopefully we got, we're dancing together. Um, there is, I'm not dancing with you, cowboy. Nothing personal, but you're too tall. All right. Uh, Jeff Stein's kind of, well, not, not that tall. Uh, Jeff Stein is our national and presidential expert, noted author. You can find his books over at Next Chapter Books and as well uh, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, your favorite bookseller, totallyiowa.com, the Iowa Business Report, the Iowa Politics Report. Come to us from KXEL, Cedar Falls, Waterloo. Hi, Jeff. Matthew, how is Wednesday treating you? It is Happy Valentine's Day. I shouldn't have made a you know smack talk about your dancing on Valentine's Day. That just that seems wrong. Well, it's I'm 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 quite a good dancer. Thank you. I'm we're taking dance classes. You know, this is my I'm not joking when I say this. This is the 30th anniversary of me first talking to my wife. 30th anniversary. <laughs> the the way you phrase that. This is the 30th anniversary of me first talking to my wife. Coincidentally, it's the 27th anniversary of when I stopped talking no, to her. No, oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I was working in Beloit, Wisconsin, the magic, <laughs> the majesty and the splendor, and uh-huh. I was in, I was in Beloit, Wisconsin, and um, I, what ended up happening was I needed an intern, and so I called Beloit College, and my, I got routed to what was eventually going to be the woman who was going to be my wife, and I met her there, and she was pretty. So, yeah, uh, things went uh, – there you go. How about that for romance on a Valentine's Day? And, again, you outkicked your coverage, didn't you? Oh, I mean, I'm out way out of my weight class, man. I am way out. Mm-hmm. I am fighting way out of my weight class. I should not even be here. But, needless to say, she's, she got the toad, so, you know. <laughs> she keeps trying. One of these days she's thinking – might turn into a prince. We'll mm-hmm. keep trying. Yeah, could possibly be. She's an optimistic sort. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. All right. So once again, last night, the Santos seat, uh, it is no longer in the hands of the Republicans. Democrat wins eight points there. Now, once again, I want to say that this was a case where the 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 individual uh, the, the race itself was basically a toss-up, a toss-up, a toss-up. It's eight points. That's not a toss-up by any means. No, and all of this crap about, well, uh, you know, Republicans don't vote in advance and there was this blizzard. There was a couple of inches of snow. And I do understand New Yorkers are like, oh, my God, it's snow. Okay, first, it's not the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Second, come on. I mean, you know, it, it, that was, that was a, a, a whipping. But as has been pointed out, after the fact, the person who ran as a Republican was a registered Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did no one figure that out ahead of time? Did no one uh, decide that they wanted to uh, raise that issue ahead of time? <clears throat> I don't know. And so now Trump is taking credit oh, well, do for you her think, loss. Do you, think, do you think that they don't? They didn't know that? I mean, they had to find something outside of the mold. As you say, well, you, you're, things. You're, you say things this. about that. Well, there's you always say this. That. You say the same thing. I'm going to give you credit. You say all, all right. politics is local. And sure, yes. yeah, the idea of doing something like this in a Kansas is insane. But at the same time, you've got to try to win a seat after in the, in the wake of George Santos. I, I have a feeling the Republicans knew exactly who they were running there. Well, here's the thing. How stupid are you? Because you fell for Santos, right? <laughs> yes, yes, you did. 
<laughs> so let's just say that you got schnookered by one of the all-time schnookerers, all right? Wouldn't that mean the next time you are darn sure not going to make the same mistake, especially when you know the opposition is somebody who used to hold the Fakakta seat? But I don't know. Maybe they just said, oh, look, it's a woman of color. That's all we need. Come on. How? Well, absolutely. I, it's well, but it is also different in the sense being it is New York Republicans, which generally I mean, yeah. it, if you're upstate, they're like traditional Republicans. But anywhere down in the city, even Long Island, even Staten Island, they're right. generally they generally run a lot more liberal. I don't sure. know. It, it, an eight point win, win here. It's still. And of course, now I think the, the number is 219 to 213 is the official number in, in, in the House. And by the way, can we mention the other three races that are still have yet to be determined? One is a Democratic seat. He should hold that. That should they, So it should, it'll, that'll get you to 214. Of the two other races, one Ohio, one California, I think they're both favored Republican. But would you be surprised with this once again consistent five to ten point swing towards the Democrats? that one of them could get picked up, you're going to get to a point where they have a one-vote majority. You could have a one-vote majority and nothing gets done because basically there's no way in the world the Republican Party is going to be able to you know, make everyone happy. As opposed to five to ten-point swing, I, I'd phrase it more of can't get out of their own way these days. Yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> That's fair. We're well, trying to be analytical, and I'm just looking at it as, I mean, do you really think Kevin McCarthy's seat, I mean, do you think that he's going to help the Republicans? He just got passed over to be RNC chair. Do you think he's going to actually help them? He's I don't probably going to work behind the scenes to torpedo it. I, well, and, and one of the truth is, I think that even if he was there, the MAGA base it doesn't want anything to do with him. So it becomes actually more of a, you know, it's, it's a poison either way you go with him out in that California seat. But I, you know, I, the problem with that is he kisses up to Trump. Trump still allows him to kiss his ring to where there were people who thought, Oh my God, Trump might actually be fooled into selecting him to be RNC chair. Instead, he picked uh, somebody from North Carolina who believes the 2020 election was stolen and also from North Carolina, he picked his daughter-in-law. Yeah, who and 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 by the way, I think a lot of people in the Republican Party are a little concerned about. Okay, do we know how the finances are there? <laughs> because there's a lot of suspicion that this could be an attempt by him to get hold of that money and divert it to things that he needs it for. Well, and and the the nominee of either party, you know, I mean. It, the, the 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 whole role of the national committee is to elect a, a president and look what happened four years ago with trump the trump re-election effort and the rnc were intertwined even though there were candidates running it's no different with the dnc and biden i mean this is what you do it's different because it's trump because he has shall we say ancillary expenses unrelated to the actual campaign that you're referencing <laughs> And that could be problematic. Was that I, as neutral as, as, as I've been you, on you, you, you try hard, my friend. And I, I will mm -hmm. say he seems to be, I think he's terrified. By the way, quick side note on Trump and money. He mm -hmm. seems to be terrified of this New York ruling because it sounds like people are like, okay, no, we need to make sure it's spelled out very clearly. This money needs to be turned over as soon as possible. We need this or we need your bank guarantees either way. And 
last night or, or or was it earlier this morning? Trump went on a rampage against it. it's like I've already won this case, a case he already lost. But it's just it's he's he's. Well, why I, is the ruling pending? Tell me why the ruling because, is pending. I because, had this conversation uh, with someone the other day. Because his CFO uh, Weisenberg basically. Mm-hmm. There was a question. The New York Times exposed that he might have perjured himself. And so what the judge did is he pulled it side and said, okay, I'm dotting every I and crossing every T. I want to hear briefs from both sides. That's when the Trump people, the Trump lawyers basically said, we're not going to help you out. And he's like, no, you don't seem to understand. I'm telling you to help me out here. I want answers on did he perjure himself on my stand? And that's what he's waiting for. But it sounds like now that a, a ruling on how much Trump owes is actually impen- imminent coming in down the line. Well, and this is what I was wondering on the timing, because, you know, the tinfoil hat side of me thinks, OK, is it going to be tied with the South Carolina primary? Is it going to be tied with Super Tuesday? And, and by the way, every lawyer as an officer of the court has a responsibility to uphold justice. I don't know that it goes so far as do my homework for me, okay, but there is, a there is if you know a witness has lied, you have the obligation to disclose that to the court, whether it's a witness or your own client. Yeah. I mean, that's in, that's in the rules, all right, uh, which is why a lot of lawyers don't put their clients on the stand, and I'm not just talking Trump, I'm talking broadly. Because if they say something and the lawyer all of a sudden has to say in front of a jury, judge, could we approach the bench? Now, that's not a good sign. No. That's not ending well for anyone. Well, and it's like I said, that, that whole thing's a mess. We all see what it really is. And he just, they're just, I think right now it's just, it's the petulant child throwing the temper what's, tantrum. What's funny is, okay, you just said we all see what it is. That's exactly what those on the right say. But you guys aren't saying the same thing when you say that sentence. We all know what it is. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm I'm going with the facts and the evidence. See that big bright thing in the sky? It's called the sun. I mean, I'm not sitting there and, and denying reality at this point. Uh, <laughs> something new. Matt's going with facts and evidence. Well, Ooh, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> new Year's resolution. Oh, Johnny Balance beam over there. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so Mayorkas. Um, oh yeah. I want to just step back and I'm going to make a statement here about the Republicans right, and the Republicans in the House. Mm-hmm. It's clear that their modus operandi is mm-hmm. that they expect the Democrats to treat them a lot better than they treat the, the Democrats treat them a lot better than they treat the Democrats. And the reality is this because if the Democrats were of the same ilk as these Republicans, there is an outside of Cho, the transportation secretary, there wouldn't have been a single cabinet member that wouldn't have been impeached under Trump. They basically, there is this stupidity for stupidity's sake because the banking is, the Republicans' entire narrative is, well, the Democrats won't do to us what we do to them. And that's clearly the, 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 them banking on the benevolence of the left is it, it is very telling of who they are as as politicians they also walked into the trap yes they did don't you think oh yeah i agree with i that. mean first of all first of all as a native iowan and a huge honk for my home state i am glad that the answer to the trivia question who is the last cabinet official to be impeached is now no longer william belknap of iowa 1876 because that was the most recent impeachment of a cabinet member, a guy from Iowa 
who took money while serving in the Grant administration, which, as we all know, was pure as the driven snow. Oh, wait, snow after it was driven on. Uh, so I'm glad that that my state no longer is the answer to the trivia question. That said, what purpose was served by this? If you thought by impeaching the cabinet secretary for doing what the president said was the official policy, if you thought that was going to get Biden to wake up and say, oh, I guess they're serious, I'm going to change my policy, okay, it would have been worth it. If Mayorkas had been doing something 180 degrees different from what the president said was the policy, fine, that would have been different, although the president would have taken care of it, any president first. Yeah. So all you've done is waste time, political capital, you've given any opponent wonderful campaign fodder, and there will be a five-minute trial in the Senate, and he'll be acquitted. Because there's no sure, there's no sure. crime. There's no crime here. I mean, you are basically trying to imply implementing a policy is a crime because you disagree with the policy. And that's, that's what I mean, it comes down to. Yeah. Now, now, I don't agree with the policy. OK, that's a whole different issue. But he's carrying out the orders of the president in every respect. And so you think you're going to get two thirds of the Senate to go along when 40 Nine are Republican, 48 are Democrat, and three are Independent. You, you think you're going to win a trial in the Senate? I just don't see, other than going to the base and say, see, it only took 17 attempts, but we got him impeached. That's going to drive something positive? I don't get it. Well, and we should also mention, and we're not probably going to have the time to finish out this, this thought here. I'll mm -hmm. let you start it, though. It's a nightmare for the Republicans to allow Marjorie Taylor Greene to go to that Senate floor and start screaming about, I can't stand curb your enthusiasm. And like, this is going to somehow endear the argument to the American people. Do your Marjorie Taylor green again. <laughs> no, that's great. Again, Matt McNeil and his impression. Kids don't use that's, steroids. That's why you didn't stay in Beloit. You were way too big for Beloit with, with that. Not six foot tall. I was too big for Beloit. <laughs> right. Once again, and that's why we can't dance. See, full circle segment. I'll tell you what, let's take a break. We'll come back. Please. We'll get into MGT when we, or TJ or whatever. We'll get to, to, to Howler Monkey in a second. Jeff Stein joining us for his usual Wednesday visit. 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. It's the Matt McNeil Show on your Wednesday. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on your Wednesday. Jeff Stein with his usual weekly visit. So I want to get back to what we were talking about before the break, which is this. Here's where this becomes even more of a train wreck. You have apparently made the promise that of all the people that are going to be going into the Senate to try to argue that there's a crime here when there is no crime is Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is not someone you can control. And let's be honest, she couldn't win a statewide race in Georgia even. So this is, this is her way of trying to get herself spotlight, attention, trolls, donations, and that's all it is. You cannot control her. The last thing the Republican Party wants in an election year is something that looks so insanely partisan and stupid 
And if you want to look at the definition of insanely partisan and stupid, it's Marjorie Taylor Greene. And so I, I think that where do you think this is going to go? Because I can't see how this train crash doesn't fall off another cliff and then crash again. Well, again, they took the bait, they fell into the trap, and now you have to play the string out, don't you? Yes, you do. So if you do, okay, here's warped thinking. Let's say that this is a loser, which it is, yes. okay? Do you want to burn more good capital? In other words, do you want to have people who might have a modicum of positive public uh, impression getting this stink all over them? Or would you rather say, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, come on down. You are our impeachment advisors and whatever the phrase is. And you're going to prosecute the impeachment in the Senate so that America sees how crazy you all are. And then maybe, maybe you'll fall back off the national stage. You see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's like, why waste your star pitcher in a preseason contest? Go ahead and let the scrubs handle it. And if they get battered, eh, they get battered. Well, and, and not only, I, like I said, this, this whole, everything right now, if you're looking at the, this election, this upcoming election cycle, everything that you're seeing right now points to Republicans having a very hard time still overcoming the abortion issue. And now you have Trump, who's full dictator mode. NATO's got to die. You know, it, you know it, that's not appealing to everyone. Screaming, and these court cases are only going to get more and more outrageous. Uh, I was w- watching one of the Republican pollsters. He says, you guys, we, we, if Trump is the nominee, we are in big trouble. And the, 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 I think here you are. It's like, okay, let me get another serving of a la mode here with the crazies. And, and I just... I don't know what you do in the house because you can't control the howler monkey exhibit. And I mean, and that really is what it is. You can't control it, but yet the Republicans got to figure out some way to get a cohesive message. When you've got too many people that are only concerned about their personal Twitter accounts, they're only their, their personal donations. They don't, this idea of we're seeing an evolution in the Republican party where it's moving completely away of the idea of what's best for the party. And it's what's best for me. Well, that's that's a societal issue, right? And oh, I mean, yeah. that's a big problem just generally. But saw that in the pandemic. Yeah. You saw that in the pandemic. Well, absolutely, absolutely. But if you take those people who are problematic and you divert them or distract them for some period of time, that might help. Because don't forget, government's going to shut down soon. Hello, we haven't fixed that issue. They're they're nowhere closer to that. Um, the the thing about um, this falls general election, if in fact we're talking about Trump versus Biden, what I'm really afraid we're going to have, and it's going to turn off tons of people, we're going to have Biden saying, you have to reelect me because Trump is evil and democracy is at stake. You're going to have Trump saying that Biden is uh, horrible and, and the country can't stand another four years. Instead of running a campaign, either side on, here's what we will do, basically it's scary boogeyman on the other side and that's not serving the you don't govern that way right what do you what are you running for well i'm not him oh okay but then couldn't you make the argument that if you wanted to stop that that Mm -hmm. it should have been stopped in 2016 when trump started this she she's a stinky head there's a there's a stinky head over the other side stinky head person Ooh, bad you know 
The, the, a lot well, of things could have. You could have stopped this a, a long way down the track. I mean, Hillary could have stopped it. I mean, but the problem is you get sucked into it. Okay, and so now this is what both sides are looking at: is the fear, as opposed to the aspiration. Well, but and you, that's not good. But I, but I think the problem is, is it, it's easy now to say, "Oh boy, is this a mess?" Yeah, it is. You're absolutely correct, and it <laughs> right. should have been addressed by the Republican Party when that large orange well, turd blossom came out voters. in 2016. Well, blame it, the voters. It, it, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where. I think part of the problem was that back then they didn't treat it like this. And because they tried to treat him like a regular politician, it was something where he looked like the outsider this time around. I mean, and regardless of whatever the case may be, this is the choice. Trump Biden is the choice. And we can sit here and bellyache and we can sit here and argue and sit here and say, I wish it wasn't. It is what it is. And so, yeah, it's going to be that guy's horrible. Both sides pointing the other side. Yeah. That guy's horrible. Right. The reality is, is that's where we're at, and we can what we can it? always hope for the the you know you know the Lincoln Douglas debates to return, but they're they're just not going to. And as long as this the Republican, I and I'm dead serious when I say as long as this is the party of Trump, where it's who can grunt the loudest is basically determined to be the alpha male of the pack. You're not going to get away from this. And you see this with the established Republicans. They don't quite know what to do with this 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 mess oh. they got in their hands. But this is where you know their own party is devolved. Well, the problem is in 2016, independents went for Trump because it seemed different. And they'd had their fill, so they went with Biden in 20 because it seemed different. Okay, let's say this large block of people is fed up with both of those individuals. What do they do in 2024? Does the pendulum swing? Do they double down on their most recent selection? Or do they stay home? And the staying home part is the real problem. And here's what goes back to the beginning of what we talked about. You still haven't figured out an answer for abortion. And you still have to get you still have to get that. And you coming on out with Trump and basically being full, you know, dictator mode and quoting Hitler and stuff like this. I, you know, I just don't. I don't know where it's going to go. I know it's not going to grow to Robert F. Kennedy because he's lost. Apparently, he's lost all of his staff since that ad aired in the Super Bowl. Oh, but he had nothing to do with it, man. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you and I, great minds think alike. That was the first thing. Of course, you didn't coordinate with that pack. Of course, you didn't. Then why did you pin it to your Twitter account? Exactly. Oh, that's going to be a fun Thanksgiving this year. Uh, Jeff Stein, <laughs> once again, for your Valentine's Love, the Iowa Politics Report a little bit later on. Find his books. Thanks, Jeff. Chicago, have a good one. Minneapolis, St. Paul, hour two up next.